My guest this morning is a, a Holocaust survivor who has been to lacrosse before. You may recognize his name. Peter Feigl was here back in 2012, and he's coming back next week to speak again at Viterbo. And we're so happy. To, I'm so happy to talk to you again. Welcome back, Peter. How, how have you been? I'm very well, thank you, and uh, thank you very much for uh, asking me to come back to Viterbo. Uh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Uh, by the way, it's Viterbo, just saying. Oh, yeah. That's all right. That, that lots of people get it wrong. It's Viterbo, and you're absolutely welcome back. i got to ask you, though, is it difficult? It's probably not painful anymore, but was it difficult when you were asked to retell that very painful part of your life over and over and over? Well, it certainly is not uh, fun to do so, but uh, I feel that uh, I have an obligation to my parents and to all the other victims of the Holocaust uh, to uh, let today's generation know what happened. History is too easily forgotten, and uh, many young people today uh, know nothing about what happened uh, 80 years ago. And and when they're done listening to you, how many when you look out into the audience, do you see the eyes of people who understand what happened 80 years ago and we cannot let that happen again? Well, fortunately, there are always some uh, in some locations more than others that will come forward and uh, will say things like, uh, thank you very much, I now understand uh, much better what happened, or uh, I'll never forget uh, what you said to us, and uh, that, that is very important to me to see that uh, the message somehow got, did get across. Get absorbed, sure. I'm curious to know, let's reflect on what's happening right now between Russia and Ukraine. Do you see similarities to uh, that conflict, to the one you lived through in Germany? I do, indeed. And uh, it is there's a great similarity. Hitler uh, had ambitions to uh, make his country larger, and his excuse was that uh, there are German people living in Czechoslovakia, and they should be uh, they should join Germany. So he took a bit of this, and uh, then of course there's Austria. They speak Germany, and they took Austria, and uh, each time it's uh, another slice of the salami, and. Uh, Ultimately, uh, it uh, ended in, in the beginning of the uh, Second World War, when on September the 1st, uh, they invaded uh, Poland. So uh, I do see a great deal of similarity. And uh, also, when I heard the sirens going off in, uh, in Ukraine, uh, it immediately brought back uh, my experience in 1940 when the sirens went off in Belgium, uh, where I was at that time with my parents. And uh, Germany had invaded Belgium, Holland, and Luxembourg, and uh, that was the beginning of the war. And then uh, there were 10 days of uh, trudging from Belgium into France, uh, together with hundreds of thousands of refugees clogging the roads. So, yes, indeed, there's a great deal of similarity today. And what, in your opinion, what do you think could be done or can be done, must be done, to get Vladimir Putin to stop? Uh, 
if I had the answer to that question, yeah. uh, I would probably be the empire of the world. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid I don't. It's a very, very complex situation uh, that all the countries find themselves in today. Uh, with nuclear weapons, uh, one never knows what an irrational, uh, overly ambitious uh, individual might uh, do. So whatever we do, it has to be done with a great deal of care uh, so as to minimize uh, the, the, the damage and the, the killing of more and more people. So we have to be very careful. I think we're doing just about everything we can. Uh, the uh, show of... Uh, uh, of a uni union among the NATO members is certainly very impressive. And uh, right now I think there's a G7 meeting going on uh, in Brussels also. Uh, it certainly should s send a strong signal to a reasonable man. But whether Putin is reasonable or not, that is the big question. Uh, uh, Peter Feigl, I just want to share this with uh, with you, a couple of listeners. I have a I have a text line that comes into uh, the studio in case people can't call, and I've now had three texts from people that say I have chills, I have goosebumps. So your your message, you haven't even delivered your whole message, and it's already finding a home with some of uh, my listeners this morning. When you speak again uh, in Viterbo on the thirty first. At Viterbo, 7 o'clock. Tickets are free. Get there early. I can hardly wait. It sounds like uh, you're raring to go, and I'm so glad you're coming back to La Crosse to share your story. Peter Feigl, the only child of Ernst and Agnes Bornstein, born in March 1st of 1929 in Berlin, then immigrated to the United States in 1946 and has been living here ever since and since retiring from his job He's been traveling in the country telling a very important story, a very important story. The Holocaust cannot be repeated. We cannot let that happen between Russia and Ukraine, even though uh, both leaders, uh, Vladimir and Volodymyr, both have their issues. We cannot let World War III start over there. Thank you very much, Peter. I can hardly wait uh, for your presentation on the, on the 31st.